Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. On with Mario Lopez. All right, joining me now in the studio, the leopard from the Masked Singer, Grammy-winning singer, Seal. How are you? I'm extremely well. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. What made you want to join the Mass Singer? Uh, well, when I realized that it was a fun show and that uh, you got the chance to literally masquerade as, uh, as, uh, <laughs> as you know, this alter ego. In my case, the the leopard. Uh, yeah, it seemed like it would be a really fun thing to do, and also because of um, you know, I knew my kids watched the show, and I thought, well, wouldn't it be fun to see if they could guess who I was. And I heard that you kept, you had to keep this a secret from them as well. I had to keep it a secret from everyone. What was their reaction when they realized? They knew. They, they, <laughs> you know, they weren't fooled for one second. Uh, oh, Dad, you're the leopard. How much did you actually try to change your voice? I did. In the first two episodes, I really did because I was, I was conscious of that very fact that uh, people would want, you know, no matter what costume I was wearing, as soon as I started singing, people would uh, recognize it as being me because uh, my voice is so distinctive, uh, singing voice. But um, so for the first two episodes, I try, I made a, a conscious effort to disguise my voice. And in actual fact, no one on the panel guessed who I was. Right. But then the the actual costume I was wearing and the songs that they were asking me to sing were... Um, well, the costume was quite restrictive because it was tied around my diaphragm. And of course, you use that as a singer to sing that. It was, you know, it was hard enough focusing on uh, singing and being able to see because the mask uh, didn't allow me to see very well and then do choreography (laughs) and then have to worry about like, you know, disguising my voice. Uh, In the end, I just started singing. And then that's when they're like, okay, okay, it's seal. Yeah. The the mask actually looks pretty heavy. Is it heavy? Um, it's not light, but I, it's it's a it would be a push to say that it was heavy. The, yeah. the the issue that I had with the mask was that uh, I didn't inside the mask have the same line of sight as the leopard's eyes. Okay, so I'm actually the, the, put picture it this way: the eyes of the leopard were literally 
on top on the top of my forehead. Okay. So I was looking through not just the mouth but the chin of the leopard through and, the little holes where the whiskers. And it's come very out. restrictive. It's so. very restrictive. And it's very difficult to see. Yeah. Um, and then doing cho- choreography, which is you know first for me. Yeah. On. And <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, what would you- uh, and, and so trying to stay on the stage. Uh, I tried not to fall off the stage. Yeah. And, you know, it was, was uh, a struggle. But uh, that was, uh, we had uh, Paul Schaefer in here and we had Dr. Drew in here. And they were. Oh, was Paul Schaefer in it? Yeah, he was on the show too. Did you not even know that? <laughs> on this, uh, on this, on this, this uh, season? Se- yeah, he was on this uh, season. He was the skeleton. He was a skeleton. Oh, he was the skeleton. Yeah. And he oh. was saying he was having a lot of trouble because at one point he had to go like downstairs and he was like just. His whole focus was not to fall because it was just. Yeah. And I think he also said he didn't want to fall off the stage. There was a fear there, too. But yes. Um, when you did sign on to this, huh? did you have a choice to be the leopard? Did you have a, any say in the costume at all? Yes. But, you know, the art department, they were amazing. I mean, I told them, you know, I, I, I thought it would be it would be kind of. Um, a cool idea to continue the kind of you know animal theme yeah. seal leopard <laughs> and uh, and so uh, and and they you know they came up with pretty much everything else and um and and i i must i just i mean I, they're lovely people but i had a tremendous amount of respect for what they do because they're really passionate about it and that costume, particularly the mask, they put a lot into it. Yeah, they're very elaborate, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. Was there any thought to actually being a seal to throw people off? No. <laughs> I mean, with that and <laughs> with that and trying to disguise my voice, it just would have been, been too much. But yeah. mind you, you know, that's not a bad idea. It could have... Because like, you know, what are the chances? A bit of res- reverse psychology. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's what are the chances? Would... Seal would have been a seal on the mass singer. Like that could have thrown everyone off. But that then would, again, yes. No one, no one really guessed you, right? The panel did. The, the panel did. Yeah, uh, 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 Robert did. Robin did. So, uh, were there any, um, were there any really funny guesses uh, from the panel in the first? Because the first couple, you said that you were disguising your voice. Anything funny? So they thought I was RuPaul, which was interesting. <laughs> I thought I was RuPaul, you know. So I guess, as I said earlier today, I, I, one thing I learned is I sort of make a halfway decent drag queen. If, ever, <laughs> if, ever, <laughs> if the singing stuff didn't work out. You discover so, interesting things on The Masked Singer. Exactly. Um, discovered my inner self. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk music for a second. Do you have uh, any new stuff in the works? Yes, uh, a lot of... Uh, new music coming in the new year uh very physical and very emotional okay is the music but in a good way not not nice. not heavy do you find yourself always writing are you always. always creating new music always yeah and i say that you know sincerely because what i've realized is that you never really stop like everything this conversation we're having now yeah. you may say something that will just like sit in my uh, sub- subconsciousness and, well, uh, I doubt that, but well, no, it may, it, it may, it may, but yeah, it may yeah. not even be something you say. It may be the way you say it. You know, there's, yeah. I, I, I hear melody and rhythm with everything. Where you know, that's I awesome. guess people who are not hear noises. Yeah. 
who are not art uh, musicians. He knows everything has a rhythm or a melody to me. So it may literally be that the, 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 you know, the melody that I hear in your voice that could spark me off into a creative direction. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always making music. Yeah. Nice. In 2020, uh, so new stuff coming in 2020, obviously. What, yes. When can we expect stuff? Uh, very early. So what I'm going to do is something that I wanted to do uh, a few years back, about five years back. And when I was being managed... They were like, oh, well, it's too early for that. No, 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 no. And of course, uh, now that I'm not, <laughs> or now that I'm managing myself, um, I can do it. I want to, I, I felt that the the way that people listen to albums or the, the way that I used to listen to an album, and it sounds like the way that you used to listen to an album when you were growing up, um, is vastly different from the way that people listen to oh, albums yeah, yeah, today. Yeah. Um, very seldom, if at all, ever do people actually sit down, put a record on, yeah, in front in front of their speakers, and actually listen and just to listen it. to the whole or, thing. Yeah, sit them with sit with friends. I do believe it happens, but I think it happens more so in the car, and then it's reliant upon how long the journey is in in, in the car. But but uh, and people tend to kind of um, you know, do make multiple choice albums and they tend to kind of compile their own or make their yeah. own playlists if, if people even do that. If, you know, when I look at, look at the way that my kids listen to music, it, it's different. Yeah. So I think that the concept of locking yourself away for a period of time, making an album, a body of work, putting it all together and releasing it at the end and going, da-da, yeah. here's my record, um, is not productive. Yeah. And that's putting it mildly. Because now you're you're dealing with having to fight through the overpopulation and the congestion of the sheer volume oh, of yeah. artists and what is being released daily. I mean, there's right. so much. I mean, we've had it's, so many artists come in that literally say, I'm just kind of doing singles now because people listen to it differently. They just look for a oh, new song or, you know, whatever. Um, I, I, I agree. I, I, I understand that. I, I, I do understand that. But I still look. Yes, that could be the case. Right. But let's not lose sight of. What is actually happening um, I've always, I always look at the, the, the music industry in, as being an industry, a, in a game of two halves. Um, you have the variables and you have the constants. The variables are things like, there are numerous variables. There are things like the genre of music, uh, the, the artists of the time, uh, the way in which people consume music. Uh, the medium upon which they consume it, where, you know, what is it? Is it cassette, CD, whatever, right? Uh, yeah. Fashion, those are all variable. Yeah. Right? They come and go, right? The constants, there are only really two, the song and the voice. Yeah. Those are the two constants. Um, those two things never change. So no matter what is going on in the kind of quote-unquote variable world, you come out with a great song and you sing your ass off and the effect is the same. Yeah. And that is why somebody like Ed Sheeran or somebody like Adele, you know, um, can still sell, I don't know, however many albums it is and fill out arenas because, yeah. because 
the song remains the same. You know, ideas come and go. And so that being said, I still believe in the album. You make a great album, not a good album, but you make a great record and people will listen to yeah. it. Yeah. In fact, but, I've I've been doing that recently. There's a couple albums that came out that I pretty much only listen to songs from them if I'm listening to the full thing. Like I'll sit down and listen to it at my house because there's something about hearing them in context that I think makes the whole thing feel I don't know. It just speaks to me more. Do you know I guess. who has a great album out? And I listen to him. You know, because I'm often asked. You know, who do I listen to? Yeah. And like, and and I'm, I, I, you know, my mind goes blank. But there's an artist called Rue Paines. You know who he is? I, I don't. He's an English guy, and he made this. Uh, now, let me not get his album, the title of it, wrong. But it's called. It's. I think it's called Quiet Man. Is okay. The, let me just make sure of that. Anyway, it's this artist called Rue Paines, and it's. And it's about his journey with kind of, you know, with, I guess, with religion and, yeah, Quiet Man by Rupaines. And it's about his journey with kind of religion and things. Like beautiful album. And he's got a beautiful voice. Just sings his butt off. Yeah. And the songs are great. And I listen to that album from from top to bottom. I'll have to check that one out. And, to, and I've introduced people to it too, and they, and they do the same. So, so, you know, back to what we were originally talking about. I do believe that that people, by and large, do listen to music in a very different way yeah. to, 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 to the way that you and I were accustomed to. Um, uh, and, and so you asked me the question, you said, well, um, am I going to release an album? Well, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Yes, I will. But what I'm going to do is something that I wanted to do uh, a, few, a few years ago, and people told me it was too early, which is I want to release a series of EPs. Oh, okay. So there'll be three in the first quarter. Nice. Three in the second quarter, three in the third, three and four. And at the end of it, what I'll do is I'll put it all, because it will be part of an eventual album. Yeah, I was going to ask, is it going to be like a part one, part two? I guess so. I yeah. mean, if you know, it's not that deep, you know, to, to be honest, but it, it, it literally is... Uh, uh, releasing music over a, a drawn out period. Okay. Right. Now the benefits of that, because you may say, well, you know, what's happened to the album seal and what's happened to the, you know, we, we were just talking about, you know, making a great album. Well, the benefits of doing that is that you get to make a dynamic album. Yeah. So I, I, I've always been of the belief that an, uh, a musician, uh, an artist, wherever possible, um, should make an album or music that reflects the time. Yeah. That reflects what people are going through. Yeah. Uh, what they are feeling. Um, because that's the only way you kind of sustain any relevance when you make an album that, you know, it, it doesn't matter how nice my voice is. Yeah. If I'm not singing about stuff that you simply don't care about, so well, <laughs> you know, you're just not going to care. And so I feel that an, an artist, wherever possible, should make music that is relevant to what people are going through, uh, what is happening in people. So it's one of the reasons why I love that show, Euphoria. I was just talking to Dee about The that. HBO show. Oh, I think it was a master, yeah. masterpiece. But anyway, I digress. Um, so the thing about making an album 
or making music and releasing a series of EPs that you, with a view to eventually putting them all on the album together, is that it's dynamic. I can yeah. change as I'm, it's, it's like I'm releasing, performing yeah. this album over a year and only putting, and only finally releasing the album yeah, yeah. at the end. And so my projection as to what that album may be about uh, at, th at this stage may change in six yeah. months time. It's kind of a living, breathing, yeah. changing music, yeah. music, music. It's, you know, it would be like open to kind of musical change as well as, you know, I mean, topics, it, everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's amazing. Um, so that's, that's my kind, that is something I wanted to do, um, you know, uh, a good five years ago and I was kind of deterred by doing it. Um, but, uh, but something I can now do with, you know, with freedom. Um, I, and and I see that as you know in an age where people are listening to less albums yeah. per se, um, and that there is something quite sad about that. Do you think it's interesting that vinyl is coming back? Uh, yeah, I do think it's coming back, but I just it, but it makes total sense to me. Uh, is it interesting that that vinyl is coming back? Yes, I do feel so because to me. What's interesting about it is that it's coming back amongst young people. Yeah. It's not you and I that are going out and, buy, well, you're young, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I'm not what, as young as you might think. Well, but, do you yeah. know what I mean? It's not, uh, when, when was the last time you went out and bought, uh, or, 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 I'm not saying that you don't go and buy vinyl, but I'm not just, I'm not saying that you all of a sudden, if you do buy vinyl, yeah. I would venture to say that you don't all of a sudden just you're not all of a sudden buying vinyl now. It's not an impulse thing, right? No, yeah. you're buying it because you probably never really stopped. If you saw it, you would buy it. Right, right, right. Right, because you probably come from, you're probably old enough to just kind of remember yeah. what it was like buying records back then. It's just that they stopped selling it and you had to go right. out of your way to The medium and changed and then, yes. yeah, it became harder. You didn't afraid to stop. Right, yeah. You know, and so, and so I don't regard you as somebody who's all of a sudden woken up and gone, oh, vinyl, I'm going to be a hipster and buy it. You, just, <laughs> you know, what's interesting is that my kids are buying vinyl. Yeah. The, it, that, that this kind of surge in the selling of vinyl. Mario's like, daughter, who's nine, exactly. is now into vinyl, which is interesting. This surge of uh, of of you know the, the the increased popularity of of vinyl, like vinyl sales, is what's interesting about it is it's amongst a much younger demographic who never knew what vinyl was to right. begin with, and so what is that telling us? It's telling us that there's this thing of Perceive, well, it's telling us many things. It's telling us, among other things, that there's this 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 thing of perceived value. Yeah. That you know the whole disappearance of physical inventory is taking its toll. It doesn't exist. However, when it is physical, when it is a physical thing, a then it becomes like a body of work. Yeah. It's a physical thing with liner notes. And people can, people then go, oh, wow, it's real. You know, it's, it's actually something that I'm subscribing to. It's actually something that reflects the way that I feel. You know, it's so, something that if I'm buying it and I'm a, a young kid, I'm buying it, it reflects the way that I look at the world, right? This person can, it's a physical thing, yeah. right? And now, now, it just happens to be music. It happens to be uh, 
a, a vinyl, right? But it could be anything. It's the same thing as like when we used to buy, you know, monthly magazines that we subscribe to because yeah. that was a kind of reflection of how either we, we saw the world or we agreed with a lot of the opinions. It's the same thing, right? With So now that thing, what we're talking about, now that thing, that piece of vinyl, that magazine, whatever, right? That philosophy, that ideology has perceived value. It means something to me, right? That's why the kids are buying it. The other reason they're buying it is because this big thing that their parents made such a big deal about, this music, you know, this thing that, oh, you got to have music, or, yeah, like, you know, I'm playing you this, this thing that their parents are so excited about, right? They're listening to all the mediocrity and, and, and like the regurgitated, like instantly disposable stuff, right? And they, as cool as some of it is, and as hip as some of it is, and as, you know, great, you know, in terms of, I guess it's the kind of like the, the, the hip cool impact as it has, right? They're now looking at it, listening to it and going, really? Is that all there is to it? Yeah. For example, what I mean more specifically is my, uh, um, I, whenever my, my uh, kids are in the car, they range from 15 to 10. So it's 15, 14, 13, and right. 10. Girl, boy, boy, girl. Okay. Right? My rule is that when they're in the car, I do not question or criticize their, mus their musical choices. Rule number one. Rule number two, they play DJ. Okay. They control the music. And so... And so now in, in return for that, I learn a lot. Like I, oh, I'm sure. I, well, I get to listen to not only what they're listening to, but the way that they listen to it. Here's the thing, right? I, uh, do you have kids? I don't have kids. He's about it? to have one. Okay. So this is how my kids listen to <laughs> This is how my kids listen to music in the country. No matter how good it is, right? They go, they play a track, whether it's Trippy Red or, or you know, uh, Juice World, God rest his soul, you know, or whoever maximum a minute 30 seconds maximum. and then move on maximum i said at first it drove me nuts <laughs> i was just like i so i'm trying to understand uh, you know i'm sure well i understand it rhythmically musically of course but i'm trying to uh I, i'm trying to understand what they are listening to yeah right and so but a minute 30 and then i'm trying to understand the lyrics which you know listen you know i'm a a 56 year old man there's not a lot that shocks me that believe me my eyelashes would, would curl you know like my eyebrows would curl. some of the lyrics and like you know like my poor innocent you know 15 year old is listening to this music like but some of the stuff they say but i don't contradict it what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to understand why they like it so i can learn right but it's like a minute boom boom, boom, boom and it drove me nuts they just don't let they don't settle on anything and so, but then there'll be something like a queen, you know, m m my daughter will play queen, right? And they listen to the whole track, yeah. listen to the whole song. So what it's telling me is that the way that they listen to, to quote unquote music, therein lies the confusion. They're two different things. The stuff that I mentioned, like you know, the trippy red stuff, or, or, or a lot of trap, a lot of like, a lot of like the the kind of uh, uh, mumble rap, 
um, uh, a lot of the stuff with the kind of like, you know, like really like raw lyrics, they don't see that as music. Yeah. That's not music to them. They see it as anarchy. Yeah. They see it as a form of expression. And more importantly, they see it as something that reflects the world that they see. Yeah. Right. The stuff that they hear in school when they're out of us, the way that they look at the world, not the way that we look at the world. And they don't see it as music. It is literally a form of expression. Expression. It is anarchic expression, much in the same way as what punk rock was. Yeah. And in actually, I'd go as far as to say that I'm not supposed to like it. We as adults are not supposed to like it because if we do, they would not, wouldn't like it anymore. It's, <laughs> that's true <laughs> it's 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 more about they see that as this this expression this raw expression as much as the, some of the kind of lyrical content you know particularly where my kids are concerned as as shocking as 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 i may or may not find that i get it i understand it because it's punk rock that's what it is you know even yeah. even the artists themselves they dress like 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 the punks used to you know and then this they listen my my kids will also listen to van halen right and my son listens to the whole track or he'll listen to multiple tracks or they'll listen to like stevie wonder or my son's really into frank sinatra and and they will listen to the whole songs and so you know back to our original point of like vinyl making this yeah. comeback it makes total sense to me because what's happening is that there is a thirst you know there's an old expression pop will eventually eat itself and that's what's happening yeah. Kids are just going, uh, well, there's got to be more to it. I want more. This, I, I understand that this medium that you've told us about, this, you know, this this music thing, I understand it's magical, but like, where is it? Yeah. Okay. And they're going looking for it. That's what's happening. And then they're finding all these classic songs that are amazing. You mentioned uh, Frank Sinatra real quick. You did a version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town that's a duet with him. How did that come yes. about? Do you know what? That was really tricky because it was it was at the tail end of the standards record that I made at Capitol, you know, with all these jazz standards. And it's it's certainly an extremely humbling feeling uh, singing with, the, you know, the great Sinatra, because, first of all, um, there are so many things going on. He's singing Santa Claus is coming to town. But really what he's doing or what's happening is that you, we are hearing a story of Santa Claus coming to town told by one of the greatest storytellers of all time. Yeah. And so the narrative is super important. So, you know, you learn that when Frank is singing, he's acting every word and he's expressing in a way that is, is you know, it's almost like a forgotten art form. And then, of course, there was his timing. Yeah. Arguably the greatest timing, you know, up there with the the greatest timing of all time yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know and, and 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 then add to that that we're not actually singing it together i'm singing to a recording so i'm having to in large part fall in line right you know i'm i'm and there's no budging on the other side really it's kind of there's there's no there's <laughs> yeah. no budging but but you know but you have to be just above everything else respectful yeah um, and so um uh you know that whole album, that whole album, the standards album, and of course the Santa Claus is coming to town. The duet I did at the tail end of it was 
one of the greatest musical educations I've had as 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 an artist in the you know thirty or so years that I've been doing it. Seal, thank you for coming by. Thank you. Thanks for the conversation. On with Mario Lopez. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.